In today's Vet Girl podcast, we're going to review platelet activation in cats with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or what we'll call HCM from now on. Arterial thromboembolism in cats with HCM occurs secondary to intracardiac thrombi formation. This is due to Virchow's triad. That probably reminds you of second year in vet school. Remember what Virchow's triad is. It's when the body is predisposed to a hypercoagulable state, and this is typically due to three underlying causes, endothelial injury, blood stasis, such as stasis of the left atrial blood flow, and a disease condition that predisposes them to a hypercoagulable state such as cardiac disease. Left ventricular hypertrophy is associated with spontaneous platelet activation in humans and an increase in expression of P-selectin, a cell adhesion molecule on activated platelets, has been identified in humans with congestive heart failure and hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Cardiac conditions that result in increased shear forces create an environment of increased platelet activation, and limited evidence does exist that platelet activation is involved in thromboembolic disease, in other words, saddle thrombus, in cats with HCM. So Tablin et al. out of University of California at Davis wanted to compare eight clinically healthy cats, which acted as controls, versus 36 Maine Coon cats, either purebred or crossbreed cats, from the UC Davis Feline HCM Research Laboratory. Cats were confirmed to have HCM based on echocardiography and genotyping, specifically an A31P myosin-binding protein C mutation. Severe HCM was defined as a left ventricular wall thickness that was greater than 7 millimeters of mercury on echocardiogram. Platelet properties were also evaluated via flow cytometry and Western blot analysis. Cats with severe HCM statistically had a higher P-selectin positive platelets and increased mean fluorescence intensity, or MFI, which is an indicator of platelet activation. Cats with severe HCM also had an increased CD41 positive platelet microvesicle population, which is an indicator of platelet activation when stimulated with ADP, or adenosine diphosphate. No difference was seen between control cats and cats with equivocal or moderate HCM, however. There were significant differences in P-selectin-positive platelets in MFI, or mean fluorescence intensity, in cats with murmurs versus those cats that had no murmur. There was also an increased circulating platelet-soluble endothelial cell adhesion molecule 1 molecule, which is an indicator of platelet activation, in cats with moderate to severe HCM. Overall, there was no difference in plasma fibrinogen concentrations between these two groups, and there was also no association of findings with Maine Coon genotype. While this was a molecularly heavy study, this study found that increased platelet activation via multiple measurable parameters of platelet activation in cats is seen with severe hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. P-selectin, specifically, is identified on platelet surfaces following expression of alpha granules. It promotes platelet binding with other platelets as well as white blood cells in the process of thrombus formation at the site of damaged endothelium. PCAM1 is known to be a pro-inflammatory and increased in humans with myocardial infarction and congestive heart failure. PCAM1 is a marker for platelet activation, but actually inhibits thrombus formation and may be a response to the elevated procoagulant platelet markers, nonetheless indicating activation. Major limitations of this study included a really small sample size and lack of main Coon control group. 
So what do we take from this Fat Girl podcast? This study nicely shows that multiple well-documented markers of platelet activation are increased in Maine Coon cats with severe HCM, supportive of a hypercoagulable state at the cellular level in these cats. This has potentially important clinical application given that the two most commonly used oral antithrombotic agents, aspirin and clopidogrel, are used in cats with heart disease, and these drugs target platelets in their mechanism of action. Remember that clopidogrel's mechanism of action is different than aspirin's. Aspirin acetylates and inactivates COX-1 in platelets. This prevents formation of thromboxin A2. Clopidogrel has a different mechanism of action. It binds selectively to platelet surface low affinity ADP receptors and inhibits ADP binding to the site. This inhibits activation of the platelet glycoprotein 1B3A complex, which is necessary for the platelet fibrinogen binding. Overall, both these drugs are very, very safe. The dose that we use for aspirin in the prevention of saddle thrombus or thromboembolism is low. It's typically only 0.5 mg per kg orally once a day. Clopidogrel is also very safe. Again, it's a platelet aggregation inhibitor and can be useful for preventing thrombi in cats at risk. Based off this study, I'm going to be more clinically aggressive using clopidogrel and aspirin in cats with severe HCM, particularly if they're Maine Coons. The dose of clopidogrel that we use in cats is typically a quarter of a 75 milligram tablet, approximately 18.75 mg, orally, once daily. Again, both these drugs are relatively safe, although we can occasionally see side effects such as vomiting or anorexia. When in doubt, giving the drugs with food may help alleviate these clinical signs. 